0: Hello, friend. Today, I wanted to review a book I recently read because this book is amazing. It's called How to Do the Work, and it's by Dr. Nicole LaPera. She's one of the most influential and empowering people in the mental health field, in my opinion, and also in the online space you guys know i love me some self-help probably too much but hey i'm in the mental health field and i really like to help people find self-help options this book is it my friend It is amazing and validating and helpful in so many ways. So stick around today and I'm going to give you the lowdown on this beautiful self-help book and some instructions for how to actually use it for change in your life. Thanks for listening to Take Out Therapy, a podcast for people who are trying to be their best selves, but maybe need a little more information about it all. I'm Rebecca Hunter, a therapist and anxiety specialist doling out the information, latest research, and of course, a little advice here and there. If you've got less than 20 minutes and a good sense of humor, you will find this discussion helpful. This isn't therapy. It's self-help at its finest. Let's get to work i'm so happy you're joining me for this episode today glad you took the time out when i read this book i just knew i had to tell you about it so today my goal is the same as always i just want to give you a tool that you can use to heal this book is written by a therapist a psychologist actually but in this story She's a real person. She talks about her past, her struggles, and her awakening process in all of its imperfection. It is so authentic. It's not some book by someone who has it all figured out. It's a real book about the real process of healing by an educated and incredibly eloquent woman who's not afraid to discuss her humanness at all. Holy cow, it's so refreshing because I think a lot of self-help books are positioned as I'm the expert and you're, you're the student and here's the super simple, easy way to do life. No, this is not that book. So thank you. Dr. Nicole LaPera for being an actual person. Um, Dr. LaPera is affectionately known online as the holistic psychologist. So be sure to follow her if you're not doing that already. Her social media presence is constructive and helpful. And she has a ton of followers for good reason. But she's certainly not doing things by the book in her field, in my field. And I, my friend, applaud that. Um, She's gone against the grain of standard mental health care. And this book is an important move. You know, I find her incredibly inspiring, and and Dr. LaPera is one of the reasons that this podcast even exists, because she kind of just makes it look possible, and we're not really taught in the mental health field to get outside of the box. So side note, y'all know the mental health field is a little bit messed up, right? We're treating mental health disorders in a really cookie-cutter way instead of a personal and integrated way. This book works to correct that, and I appreciate it. It's about holistic psychology, which we'll get into, and it's about self-help, not system-based help, which is different than the way things are typically done. In the mental health field, things are really quite linear. A person has a set of disruptive symptoms. Those symptoms are categorized and labeled, and the treatment is, frankly, Largely the same for a lot of things. The label is for the insurance companies to pay the service provider. But the backlash of that is that this self-identification is like, yeah, it's it's basically a self-identification with the disorder. I'm depressed. I have depression. And in many cases, there's literally nothing wrong with the person except a super- normal response to their upbringing, their life experience, and their current circumstances. So here's an example of this. When I was 17, I was living with my dad and his wife and their kids. I had been removed from my mom's care because she wasn't able to parent due to alcohol abuse. So like I was 17, I was pretty torn up. I'd been traumatized and neglected and was really struggling to adjust to a whole new life. I wasn't very close with my dad. I'm from your classic American divorced family where mom gets custody and dad gets holidays and a couple weeks in the summer, you know? So I was a teenager and I was a nightmare. I look back and I do kind of laugh because I was a self-raised kid, kind of feral and unconditioned, so to speak, right? So I got sent to a therapist because my behavior was absolutely terrible and they didn't know what to do with me, understandable, but I was sent to a therapist who was super sweet, but also diagnosed me because I had a cluster of symptoms that cleanly fit into the label needed for insurance to pay that bill. And that's how the system operates. It's all about codes and money sometimes, sometimes, not always my friend. But I held on to that diagnosis for a long time as though there was something wrong with me. It was my secret badge of validation for everything I'd been through. But you know what else? It was also like an anchor. Well, I have anxiety, so I'm not going to be able to do that or go there or work or be normal ever. This is our mental health system and it's not okay. I was a kid from a really chaotic upbringing who needed to understand what had happened to me and integrate it into my life, into who I was so I could be whole. I needed to understand not my diagnosis, but that I was totally normal. I needed to work through these things so that I could thrive. Yeah, but the mental health system isn't the only avenue for doing this. I know that now. And that is what how to do the work is teaching us. This book is great. Healing is a process that involves your body, your mind, and your soul. It's deep, man. And if we think for one minute, we can throw a label on ourselves and heal from there without actually doing much of anything, we are way wrong. So let's get into what his holistic psychology is and how you can start to heal using a totally different lens. And I will just say, if you've got a diagnosis and you relate to my story, that's totally okay. And you can learn something new today to add to that. There are so many different ways to look at things and hopefully this is just gonna expand the way you see yourself. Because we're anything but linear, right? One of my favorite parts of this book is the beginning. And I just want to pause there for a second before digging into like the nuts and bolts of this work with you. In the first part of how to do the work, Dr. LaPera talks about something called a dark night of the soul, which to some people feels really mysterious and kind of dramatic. And therefore, we ignore these moments of life, or worse, we label ourselves in these moments of life. The dark night of the soul is basically just another way of saying, when the shit hits the fan, (laughs) okay? It's basically when we reach a point in our life where things get really dark, where we really don't understand ourselves anymore, where we know on a deep level that there's yet another layer of the onion that has to get peeled, more personal growth work to be done. It's a little frustrating. It's a little disappointing sometimes. And so sometimes like, we put it off. We've been avoiding it. We, well, we don't want to deal with it. And so it gets dark up in there, my friend. And I really appreciate this dialogue about this because a lot of people think that this darkness is a one-time occurrence. (laughs) And I like to tell you very straight up that there are so many times in life that we feel like this and they need to be acknowledged every single time. There's something there for us in the darkness. So whether you call it a dark night of the soul or some people call it stuck depressed, whatever. All you need to understand is this. There are going to be times in life that feel really dramatic, hard. We get stuck. We feel depressed. We start to panic. And all of that is really, really appropriate and part of the healing process for so many people. So don't avoid discussing the dark parts because they're just as important as the parts of life that feel okay, if not more important i love that the book starts with this very human and less academic viewpoint holistic psychology is an important thing to understand and it's where i hope to heck the mental health field is going it's not just about treating disorders it's about helping people become whole it incorporates the scientific knowledge of the human with what is actually happening And what has happened to a person to make them who they are? Holistic psychology isn't only about the mind. It's about the whole person and their ability to find healing and meaning in life. It's about the mind, the body, which is hugely important and greatly ignored, and the soul, which is this terminology that people are really uncomfortable with that basically means self, Like capital self, so I think the most important and compelling thing within this framework is that it puts the responsibility of healing on us, on you, on me, to heal from what has happened to us. It puts us in the driver's seat of our mental and physical health, and empowers us to change our lives. It's help. It's self-help, my friend. Our favorite. I love holistic psychology. I love this whole framework. How to do the work is a self-help revolution, just like the online presence of the holistic psychologist has been. Um, she's done an amazing job of teaching people. And what that does is it takes the power out of the hands of doctors and therapists and medication and all of that and puts the onus on us Holistic psychology is the idea that if you're willing to look at your whole self, your body, your mind, and the deeper part of who you actually are, you will find healing. So how can you get started? The reason I wanted you to know about this book is because it's really empowering. So the first thing you can do to get started is to understand that your healing is within your control, period. Okay? Once you understand that, it's game on. We no longer need to be tied to the narrative that there's something wrong with us. Our genes, our DNA, that's all workable for the most part in most cases. They've done good research here. Yeah, we were all dealt a deck of cards. And yes, maybe your deck of cards includes a heavy dose of anxiety, but you can work with that. And if you do it well, you won't be anxious like every person in your family, right? You can play your cards in a certain way by following the cues from your body, mind, and self to win the hand. So we can no longer hide behind a diagnosis in this type of work. It's, it's, we're not avoiding anymore when we embark on this process. So we get empowered, but also really confrontational with ourselves. And we get to the change and the healing that needs to happen. So here are some important takeaways from How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicole LaPera. And I'll give you some examples of how you can use them in your own life to feel better physically, mentally, and on that deeper level. So number one is like, be willing to assess yourself, my friend. How to do the work is all about seeing yourself, recognizing your own patterns that you fall into, and understanding why they happen. We don't spend too much depth assessing ourselves. (laughs) We just say, I'm stuck, or I'm depressed, or I'm a hot mess, you know? (laughs) What if we took a more studious angle, but how? Well, my friend, this is where we have to show up. We have to be willing to actually look at what is happening and assess our part in things. Our part. We have to be aware of ourselves. And that is this damn mindfulness stuff I'm always harping on about. We talked about this, right? If we can't be aware of our feelings, both physical and emotional, then what do we have to work with? Thoughts? That's not going to be helpful. Holistic psychology asks us to work with what is. And we got to get in touch with that first. So that's a good place to start. And then another blockbuster idea from this work is the mind-body connection. Yeah, not exactly a new idea, but the way she talks about it is really important. The body is talking to us, my friend, but instead of listening to it, we complain about it, ignore it, take medication for it, and just generally do not connect The dots. Our bodies know what is up. They are literally talking to us all the time. When's the last time you got really angry, pissed? Was your body silent? No. It was completely fired up probably. When we have an interview for a new job, our body talks to us. When a person puts us down, our body absolutely responds. When we do things we don't really want to do, but we feel like we have to, and we have no choice. Oh, our body is talking, my friend. Our body system, and particularly our nervous system, is speaking to us very loudly on this journey. And the way to heal is to get involved in that conversation. We think we're in charge. (laughs) We think we are in charge. No, our body is the leader of this project. It has a lot of information. As an anxiety specialist, I see the same thing all the time. People with massive digestive interruption, physical ailments and annoyances, these are the impact of anxiety. The body is at unrest. It needs a freaking break, but people just keep pushing. We just push ourselves, right? And so frankly, the body at some point is just not having it. So you got IBS or headaches or migraines or morning illness, sleeplessness and all the things, right? This is your body's way of telling you that you need to make some changes. Stat. In this book, Dr. LaPera does a beautiful job of talking about this, the importance of considering your nervous system and the signs and the signals from your body as like the ultimate. Source of information. She really helps us separate out the mind from the body because we've had this conversation. You are not your thoughts. Your brain is a whole other animal. So, one of the things you can start to do instead of being pissed off at your body for, um, you know, acting up and not feeling well sometimes, start using that information for possible changes that could be made. Like if you're sick in the mornings, you're going to want to look at your nighttime routine, your diet around bedtime, your morning routine. Like there's information there. All you need to do is be willing to listen and learn about what your body needs from you. And not all bodies are the same, right? So this book is filled with practices um, to start to learn about your body. You're going to find some things difficult. And those are really important moments to pay attention to. Which leads me to the next part, integration of the hard stuff. No one ever wants to talk about the past. No, here's the deal. Our avoidance in dealing with processing and integrating our childhood experience, it's keeping us stuck. It's making us sick. And this is an amazing place that healing can come from. So Dr. LaPera does a beautiful job in this book of talking about growing up and the trauma that we all experience in that process, which is such an important topic when it comes to personal growth. We've had this conversation, right? Surf through some past episodes for more information on trauma. But basically, there's so many ways to deal with the past, and they're not all just sitting in a room talking about hard stuff, okay? That's part of what mental health stigma does. It keeps us quiet about our trauma. So in order to heal, we need to integrate. We need to understand what happened to us, how it impacted us uh, then and now in all the different ways, and how we can move forward constructively despite it all. This book does a great job of helping to do that work. She talks about the family system, the inner child, our beliefs, and how we're trained culturally to behave and the impact of all of that. Like, it's good stuff. She does a whole chapter on boundaries. Hello, amazing. But really, <laughs> I think the gold in this book is the empowerment piece, and it's weaved throughout uh, Nicola Perra's work. If we did not receive the gold standard parenting, we have the opportunity to re-parent ourselves. This is no one's responsibility; it's ours. We can stop waiting around for things to get better and take the ball and run like hell, my friend. (laughs) We can treat ourselves differently. We can learn to listen to our intuition, our gut, when it comes to our lives and our decisions and our relationships. She does a great job of explaining intuition, which is a hard thing to explain. It's sometimes referred to as your gut, your true self or what Dr. LaPera calls the soul. Your intuition is like the deepest part of you without all the bullshit. So she's teaching people to listen to themselves. And you know, I love this. This is what I do in my work as well. Because if we're not listening to ourselves in our relationships, when we're making decisions about what's best for us and living the kind of life that we want to live, if we're not listening to ourselves then who are we listening to? (laughs) Let's ponder that. This book empowers us to heal, to gain emotional maturity, to handle hard things, and to stay true to ourselves in the process. It's about the self, not other people. So there's also a section on the role of others in our lives and making sure that that's healthy. As humans, yeah, like we need people, but an over-reliance on relationship can be really unbalancing and destructive. So she tackles that as well. This book is awesome. It covers a lot of territory. It's totally worth a read. Or maybe what well, you got what you needed from my short summary and that's cool too. As long as we keep doing the work to heal, to grow and to make the changes that we wanna make to be healthy people, you know? Healing is a lifelong process that I think is pretty fun actually. I'm having fun. Are you? (laughs) Because I'm making an amazing friend with myself. So thank you for showing up because every time you do, you're honoring your relationship with yourself and your own ability to heal. So nice work, friend. I'll see you soon. Okay, I hope you found today's episode helpful. Here's the deal. I'd like to get rid of some of the stigma around mental health, and this is how I'm doing it. You can join me by leaving a review, sending an episode along to a struggling friend, Or even subscribing. Any of those choices would be so exciting my friend because then you and I we would be helping more people. Let's do that. If you want to work with me visit me at RebeccaHunterMSW.com and you can see all the fun things I'm up to. Don't forget I'm an anxiety specialist so if that's your jam it's my jam too. Way to show up today.